0: and welcome to another episode of the menatite podcast it's been a couple of weeks uh, but figured i'd do this because i've been planning on it for a while and seeing as at least must have checked, the month of may is mental health awareness month and it is may 1st that i'm recording this it is 1:40 a.m. in the morning that i'm recording this may 1st and it will be going live uploaded today on may 1st once i'm done with it Uh, And of course, you know, still no intro, no music, no fancy edits, because the program I usually use is not uh, available to me at the moment, and uh, I am a cheap little bastard when it comes to editing programs, so once I get that squared away, you're going to have to just deal with me with these raw, unedited episodes. Um, But they seem to be getting more attention than uh, they usually do, so that's a good thing, I guess. But yes, May is... Mental Health Awareness Month, uh, but while I'm talking about that, let me double check it right now just to make sure that I'm not bullshitting anybody. Uh, let see, Mental Health Awareness Month, there it goes, pops up, and let's see, yes, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so yeah, I was not BSing anybody on that, so that's good. Um, and because, you know, mental health awareness is a very important Subject for me, um, which I mean, I talk about it plenty of times on here. That um, I was diagnosed with severe depression, severe anxiety, severe panic disorder many years ago. So, the subject of mental illness and mental health in general is something that is very near and dear to my heart. And I've done quite a few podcasts about this. It, the first one that I did was in 2018, which was my first video podcast that. As of right now, is only on YouTube. I might upload it on uh, the regular podcast for Spotify and Google Podcasts and Radio Public, CastBox, Breaker, somewhere in the future, but I haven't decided on that, so as of right now, it is still an exclusive YouTube podcast. That's why if you listen to me on Spotify and Google Podcasts and all the others, and you see episode 18 is missing from the episode listings, that's why. Uh, yeah, and then I also did one... Last year, called mental illness, uh, It's not a it's not comedy, uh, where I ranted because of my frustrations of how uh, I felt that panic attacks and PTSD was handled in Avengers Endgame with regards to Fat Thor, and um, yeah, and then did the, the episode back in February talking about the you know where the hashtag Men to. hashtag Justice for Johnny Depp, uh, where I discussed it a little bit on there, but yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit more about it and was originally planning on doing different videos and podcasts and stuff throughout the month of May with regards to mental illness, but we'll see how I feel after doing this one. Um, now, mental illness, there's different different forms of mental illness. It's not just depression and anxiety. Uh, there's also bipolar disorder, uh, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, which, you know, more most commonly associated with the military and uh, law enforcement as well, but PTSD, you know, is post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, meaning that moments of trauma that can trigger an, a mental episode. Now, PTSD is not exclusive to military. You know, civilians, you know, for lack of a better term, can suffer from PTSD as well. And um, many people that I've discussed the movie Batman vs Superman, the, op- the, you know, the use of PTSD. Or at least interpreted as PTSD, with a uh, Ben Affleck's Batman in the film. You know the the, the famous Martha scene, Martha. Yeah, um, and a lot of people make fun of it. Uh, people that I've discussed who love the movie as much as I do. And some of them love it even more than I do. Uh, that you know we agree that it is his when you know Superman saying you're letting them kill Martha, triggered something in Bruce's memory. From when he, watching his parents die when he was a child, and his father's last words being Martha, the name of his mother, so that's why he went into a moment of rage. It's a very common thing. Words and names can trigger that kind of emotional outburst in people. And I can't say for sure that I've had moments like that because lately my memory has not been the greatest. But if I've had uh, moments like that in my life, I honestly do not remember them as of right now, at least. Um, but I have been friends with a lot of people, especially living in a military town. You know, there's Camp Lejeune and then the Marine Corps Air Station uh, New River, uh, where you know it's mostly military people out here, Marines. You know, and I see the occasional you know Army men or or soldier and uh, uh, sailors and whoever else and air, airmen and all that. And, you know, I've had conversations about PTSD with some of them, and, um, yeah, it's, you know, and they understand that, you know, that they, they, like, again, yeah, like, the, the slightest little thing, like, even if a word that, to most people, wouldn't mean anything, can trigger those flashbacks to the traumatic experience that they associate with those words, or those names, or even a location, or something, like, I don't know, uh... And, of course, anyone that's watching this on YouTube, you see my hat. Uh, it was my father's birthday this past Wednesday. would have been his 76th birthday. And, as I've mentioned on here a few times already, he's, he passed away eight years ago, April 7th, 2012. And this was his hat, his favorite hat. And, you know, I wear it with great pride, as I am doing right now. And, uh... And with... With, with regards to depression, you know, people think that depression is just feeling sad and just, oh, was oh, woe is me, woe is me. Well, it's not simple. You know, like, I remember an interview that I saw with uh, Chester Bennington and Mike Shinoda where Chester opened up about his battles with, you know, clinical depression. He said that people have, you know, people have ex- depressive feelings, but clinical depression is different and... Again, having been diagnosed with it myself, I understand that, yes, it is very, very different. Because, you know, just being depressed, again, it's not just feeling sad. It's not like they show in the commercials, staring out a window on a rainy day and just... <sighs> that's not how it works. It's not. Uh, clinical depression, you know, as, I w- as I've been diagnosed and done my own research on it with the different medications I've been prescribed over the years and the therapy sessions and different people that I've spoken to it's you know, or as I remember had the way Chester described it it's you know just you don't this when your moments of your de- of clinical depression hit you you just don't want to do anything like you don't want to eat you don't want to sleep you don't want to see anyone you don't want to talk to anyone you just want to sit in a corner and just be there you just want to you just want to be nothing. Is, is essentially what it is. And I've had many feelings like that. And. You know in doing my. You know in the time that. Since I've been diagnosed. You know looking back I've realized that I've had. Moments of like that. Many times throughout my life. And just not understanding. What mental illness was. Prior to that. I was not aware of what was going on with me. But now I do. Now I have a better understanding of it. Especially now you know. Having gone to school and taking a lot of classes and being a certified medical professional. Now, I have a bit much, much better understanding of it from the clinical side. And, um, sorry, just hearing wind outside my window. It's been very windy this week. You know, very windy, very rainy. So, yeah. Um, and, and people talk about, yeah, just when they say, oh, I feel so depressed and it's, like, they don't, and when I ask them about that, they don't really, they don't feel depressed depressed, they just are feeling sad in the moment, you know, depression, having depression it's not just a sad emotion, it's not feeling sad, Not. It, it's not something that you just, ah, I'm so sad, blah, 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 no, it's not, you know, and, and it, it does irritate me a little bit when people treat depression as just, Oh, everybody has that yeah whatever man up get over it and and I've heard that many times from a lot of people just to man up and get over it well I've tried manning up and getting over it no it's not you can't just flip a switch and turn it off no it's with you for the rest of your life and while I've done a very good job of managing it it is not 100%. You know, just cured. No, it's never going to go away. Same with anxiety and, you know, panic disorder. You know, or panic attacks, as would be easier to describe it as. You know, panic attacks, it's... Uh, and I think I've talked about it on here a couple of times. Like, you know, like I know, they show, they had it in, in Endgame with Thor when they traveled back to Asgard during the Thor Dark World sequence when they were getting the... The, the reality stone, I think it was. Um, and when I, remember, when I was sitting in the audience watching it and people were laughing at Thor having a panic attack, it it filled me with so much anger and rage. That's why I did that podcast, where I ranted on it. And, and that's the thing. Like, I, I didn't give a shit about the fact that Thor was fat. You know, it's whatever. But just the way people laughed at him being depressed and having panic attacks. Like it pissed me off because these people are just they're so used to how the MCU is where everything is, is funny everything is, is so lighthearted and funny that they took him being so depressed that you know he lost his, his home he lost his people and because he didn't go for the head on Thanos that half the universe's population was wiped out yeah people thought it was funny I did not uh, I haven't actually not. I remember I haven't seen an Endgame since I saw it in theaters last year. And this week was the anniversary of it. Huh. Seen Infinity War a lot of times though. Um, a lot of people say Infinity War was better. And I don't know. I think if I get if I watch Endgame again sometime this weekend, I'll see how I feel about it. But yeah, um, with with panic attacks or anxiety attacks, whichever term you prefer. It's just, it's a feeling of, like, you feel like you're dying, but you're not dying, if that makes any sense. Uh, like, I like how it's felt for me sometimes. Like, it feels like, like like an elephant sitting on your chest, and you can't breathe. And you're trying to get up, but you can't get up. I've had panic attacks in my sleep, and I've woken up gasping for air. It's it's scary. It's a scary feeling. And, and I haven't been on any mental health medications in a very long time and I'm thankful that I haven't had to take any medications because like I said I've been able to manage it for the most part um but I still have my mom, my days where it's just and you know, like especially recently you know again with my father's birthday being just two days ago and um, his passing the anniversary of his passing being three weeks ago uh, or four weeks ago at this point it's not fun at all um and just it, those feelings of anxiety have kind of overwhelmed me a lot. <laughs> and, you know, talking to a few people, you know, a few friends that I trust to open up to about these things, you know, has been therapeutic for, it, for me. Because um, I don't have a lot of people that I can truly, you know, trust to open up about that kind of thing because I know I'm friends with too many people that like to make jokes about serious stuff and I mean I have a pretty messed up dark sense of humor but when it comes to stuff like that I, I don't like to make jokes about it and that's why I'm very selective with who I open up to about it and if any of those people are listening to this I want you to know that I love you and appreciate you for how much you've helped me during a lot of these hard times and I thank you for it um, and if you're not listening, well, I still appreciate you anyway. <laughs> um, you know, it's not easy. You know, it's you know because a lot of, for a lot of people that deal with such these kind of things, it's um, you know, it's like we don't we don't always want to just we don't really, really want people to give us it. We don't. It's not always about giving advice to, from somebody. Having, like having a friend give advice or a family member give the advice or any loved ones in general just giving advice. Sometimes it's, it's just we want to just let loose, vent, pour our feelings out, get our emotions out of our system in that moment. We just want to be heard. We want somebody to listen to us. And, I mean, really listen. Not just sit there and go, mm-hmm, uh-huh, wow, wow. Oh my God! Wow! Really? Wow! Oh wow! That's crazy! Wow! No, we want somebody to actually have to really hear us. You know, like we want some we want to be heard. We want to we want people to listen to us. We want them to take us seriously, because mental illness is a very serious thing, and that's why it angers me when like mass shootings and things like that happen. To that those are the only times that, or when a celebrity commits suicide because of whatever illnesses that they were dealing with. That's the, those are the only times we hear people say, we got to look at mental illness. Mental illness is a serious thing in this country. We got to look at mental illness. It's like, yes, we do. But I, I don't like that tragedy has to happen for us to look at men, for people to say, we got to look at mental illness. We got to look at mental illness. We got to look at mental illness. We got to look at the, illness. no, we should be looking at it all the time already. I don't, I don't, I hate that it takes tragedy for people to try to look at the bigger picture and at the real issues that's pisses me off so much that's uh, it, it, it it really it pisses me off so much it does it's you know and when I get passionate about it that's when I start to stutter and stammer over my words and I start to sound a little, a little cranky and a little a little fidgety and a little fidgety and like like I'm like I'm like a little mad I sound a little mad you know uh, you know and I don't mean mad as in angry I mean mad as in uh. <sighs> hopefully you get what I mean um, but yeah and I've, I've, and I've always felt this. I, I've even said it to my mom that I hate that tragedy has to be the trigger to talk about mental illness. Because it shouldn't be that way. We should be talking about it all the time already. Because mental illness contributes to a lot of things. Oh, sorry. Contributes a lot to a lot of things in this country. It contributes to a lot of suicides of celebrities. You know, like, you know, Chester Bennington, you know. Lead, lead singer of Linkin Park my favorite band his death hit me almost as much as my father's death did and that says a lot you know because my father was my hero still is my hero eight, even 8 years after passing away you know Chester's it's been 3 years almost uh, and Chris Cornell you know it was, what was the other one I'm trying to remember it was, anyways but yeah Chester Bennington he suffered from depression and anxiety and had a lot of trauma in his life you know drug addiction and other substance abuse and and he committed suicide and it happened to have been on the birth on chris cornell's birthday which obviously you know chris cornell's very very close friend hell he was the godfather of his son so you know his birthday was a trigger for him and and that's the thing like when like people who have these mental illnesses when we have thoughts of committing suicide or when we do commit suicide you know everyone says that a lot of people say that suicide is selfish and while I can understand their point of view on why they think it's selfish understanding the mindset of a lot of people who have done it it's really not selfish because in our heads by wanting to commit suicide, we are thinking that we are taking away the, the burden that we feel we are putting on other people, and I feel like I've talked about this on po- previous podcasts. And if I did, I'm sorry for repeating myself, but just it's something that I that goes through. It's something I've thought about a lot, and that's like because like we a lot of people. You know who do suffer from depression and anxiety and other mental and number other, other sorry other mental illnesses like bipolar disorder, Asperger's syndrome, um, uh, schizophrenia, other you know illnesses. We feel like we are a burden to the people around us. You know, and trust me, I've felt that a lot. I, that's why, like, if you if I message you on Facebook or any other social media app, and I always say that I hope I'm not bothering you, it's because. I've, in my head, I feel like I bother everybody. I feel like I'm bothering everyone just by simply saying hello to them. You know, I know it might sound silly to some, but that's how that's just that's how I feel. That's what, my anxiety does that to me. My anxiety makes me feel like I'm bothering everybody just by simply saying hello. How are you doing? You know? It's and you know? and people who have those suicidal thoughts, it's 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 that kind of feeling times a million. You know, it's not just simply like I feel like I'm bothering you because I said hello, it's I feel like I'm bothering you by simply being in your life. That's that's what it is. You know, I can't say for sure it's that's how all of them are, but the majority that's how that's what it goes through their heads, that they feel like that they are a burden simply by existing in in this world. And that they wanna rid they wanna be free of that burden by taking their own lives. So people that say it's, it's selfish, I, I don't agree to that completely. Um, and it's true, we do need to look more at mental illness, but it shouldn't have to take a tragedy. It shouldn't, take, it shouldn't have to take a, a mass shooting at a school or a mass shooting at a concert or the suicide of, of a beloved celebrity. To, to want to look at mental illness we should be looking at mental illness all the time already because it is mental illness Mental our mental health yes our physical health is very important but our mental health that can can that can be a big difference because what what's in our heads can control what goes on in our bodies you know what what is happening in our in our mind can can imp- can have a significant impact on what the rest of us happens to our, to, the, to our bodies, you know, like, that's what, that's how, that's how we get bulimia, that's how we get anorexia, because in our heads, we, do, we don't see what others see in us, like, that's why you hear about a lot of women, I know it's mostly women, but men go through it too, but a lot of women that have, suffer from bulimia and anorexia, because others, that while others might be telling them that they are beautiful, in their heads, they don't, they don't see their beauty, So they starve themselves intentionally because they think that they are not, they think that they are ugly when they're not. And it's unfortunate. And I, and that's another, and it's sad that people don't look at anorexia or bulimia as a mental illness, or not, at least not enough people do, but it is because anorexia and bulimia, while it's affecting them physically, it all starts up here. Bulimia and anorexia starts here. It originates here. So, and, and people who are in bu- abusive relationships, you know, they, f- they are the ones always, apo- a lot of them are always apologizing to their abuser because they feel that they are so, f- not just physically, but so mentally fu- messed up in the head that they feel that they are deserving of the abuse that they receive. You know, because their partner has made them feel so low and worthless that in their heads they are led to believe that everything they are doing is wrong, and that the person causing the, giving causing the abuse towards them is right. And that's how we end up with situations like the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. I mean, not saying not 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 saying that Johnny Depp is you know completely innocent, but just. In the in the with regards to the whole all the the physical abuse at least a lot of evidence shows that Johnny Depp was mostly innocent in that but you know if you want to hear my thoughts on all that stuff just ch- check out my men To Johnny Depp you know podcast from February but you know again with the abuse victims for men and women you because know, it happens to both you hear more even though you hear it mostly from women and not enough from men which is funny because I did get into an argument with somebody on Twitter because I was saying we should acknowledge that men are victims of abuse and sexual harassment as well, um, because not enough men speak out about it. I do, but not enough men speak out about it. And she was not happy that I brought that up. It seems to anger her quite a bit. Um, but anyway, uh, and just. Cause it's just it just it's like, it's just again I'm gonna keep on saying it until I'm blue in the face which I kind of am if you're watching me on YouTube you see the shine from my laptop I'm blue my face is a little blue uh, but we should we shouldn't have to wait for for a national tragedy to be talking about mental illness mental illness should be a topic of conversation every day already. And I know right now the whole world is concerned about COVID-19 and what the hell is going on with that. And are we going to get a vaccine sooner than later? You know, are we going to open back all the cities and states and con- and countries and all this stuff? And are we gonna, we're going to go back to work and all this other stuff? And yeah, I get that. But we should still be talking about mental illness because, you know, like hypochondria... Is is another mental illness where you think that everything is wrong with you that you that you think you have every disease known to to humanity. Um, you, know, you know, like like I've been rewatching Boy Meets World, and I know that there's an episode in season seven where Cory gets diagnosed as a hypochondriac, and it's I know it's, it's it's a funny episode. It is because it's 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 one of my favorite shows. It might might even be my f- absolute favorite show. It was my favorite show growing up. It might. Be my absolute favorite show. You know, it's, I've, I've rewatched it so many times since I got Disney Plus last November, and, and but yeah, they do touch on you know forms of mental illness and abuse on Boy Meets World and on Girl Meets World because they on Girl Meets World girls sorry Girl Meets World sorry like I said when I get excited and passionate I start to stutter and stammer a little bit but on Girl Meets World they do talk about uh, having Asperger's syndrome. You know, which is, it is a, a form of mental illness, and specifically a, a social disorder. Um, I'm not 100% familiar with it, but I actually was tested for that because my you know, my mom was cu- was curious to know if I if I had a form of Asperger's Syndrome. Um, which, as of right now, I don't. I was not, I've not been diagnosed with it, but can't say for sure that I'm not. I, don't, I can't say for sure that I don't have it. Um... Uh, but yeah, there's 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 a lot to mental illness than just the simple, you know, commercials that you see on TV for like Prozac or whatever other medications that they try to sell you. Which not every medication is going to work for every person with ment- with that suffers from these conditions. You know, like myself, I've 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 been, I've taken Xanax, I've taken Trazodone, Selexa, uh, um. I believe I've had Prozac. I'm not 100% sure, though. Um, And while they did help with my anxiety and depression, they did also, Xanax especially, did kind of make me feel a little bit like a zombie, and I hated feeling that way. Uh, So that's why I've been trying very hard to not have to take medications. Like I've learned about meditation and finding other ways to try to manage my anxiety. Um, it's been very helpful. It's been let me see, four years since I've taken any medications, uh, or almost four years. Um, yeah, so that's that's good. Um, and anyone out there who, that I know of who's you know, or whether I know you or don't know you, if you have any you know m- mental illnesses and whatever medications that you are taking, um, you know, feel free to talk to me. Anytime about that, you can talk to me about it in the comments below here on YouTube video. You, or if you want to talk to me on Twitter, at I am Fositude. If you want to talk to me on Instagram, at Fositude. Or if you follow me on Vero, you know, connect with me on there at Fositude. Uh, I'll even, I'll even put my, my Facebook page in the description for this if you want to chat with me on there. Um, you know, I'm always available to talk to anybody about all this stuff. I'm I'm Happy to be an ear to you know for you to speak into, or in the case of these mess you know DMing me, uh, a computer screen or f- phone screen to type into. I uh, what, what, I don't know how to say how that one properly, but yes. Um, I'm happy to be. I'm happy to l- lend my my ears to you if you want to discuss such subjects because uh, I go through it too, and. Um, I like to help others who are going through it because I like to let people know that they are not alone. Because even when you're feeling alone, you're really not. And trust me, I know. A lot of times I feel very alone, but I know that I'm not. And and I guess that's where I'm going to conclude this episode. Anyone who... Tune in to watch this or listen to this. Thank you very much. I hope it's been somewhat helpful. I don't know if I'm going to do more of these during the month. I might. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be full podcast episodes or if it's just going to be a little short video that I'm going to do for the YouTube channel because I do have my Money in the Bank predictions podcast that I'm doing for, I think it's next week. Let me double check the podcast schedule on here. Let me scroll down. All right. Uh, yeah, I have the Money to Make Predictions on the 8th, and the Recap on the 15th, and the Classic Wrestling pay-per-view on the 27th. Uh, oh yes, and I have the Next Worst to Best podcast coming this Monday, May the 4th. Should be pretty obvious what that one's going to be, but yeah. I appreciate everyone who checked this episode out, and again, subscribe to the podcast right here, YouTube, or Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or Breaker, Castbox, uh, Radio Public, um, just support me on Patreon, one dollar a month if you'd like to, and uh, but I understand the situation of the world right now. You know, won't get mad at you for not for not being a Patreon. You know, I don't have any at the moment, so it's go, it's all good. Uh, check out the monetized podcast store that I have. Both of the links to the, my Patreon and the podcast will be in the description to this episode. You know my store, I have plenty of shirts, you know, like re- regular t-shirts, v-neck shirts, uh, ringer shirts, uh, baseball shirts, uh, tank tops, hoodies, uh, stickers, magnets, uh, notebooks, coffee mugs, uh, pillows, I think I said pillows, uh, tapestries, I think is what it's called, uh, wall art, uh, yeah, I think I'm missing something, oh yeah, and masks, you know, I have, you know, face masks for some some of my designs on there now too. Uh, just started that this week, uh, and also my, my brand new shirt that I just put up on on April 30th uh, Fuck we got this covered. Uh, I was inspired by uh, Excuse me cinema c- cinema sinister cinema reviews uh, Check out his YouTube channel. I'll put that in the description as well uh, His video where he talked about the Hellraiser TV series coming to I think HBO max uh, Where uh, this he was talking about that if you, if you share a link like if you see any link for news, but that comes from the website, we got this covered. Don't share it because it's it's fake news and fuck we got this covered. So I made a t-shirt that says fuck we got this covered because I commented on the video saying that that would make a great t-shirt, and I decided I'll make it a t-shirt. <laughs> so check out that one. It's in the podcast store. Uh, any of my any fellow Zack Snyder fans of that like that follow my channel, I have plenty of Zack Snyder shirts on there as well, like the Snyder World Order. You know, inspired by the NWO slash BWO, uh, the Snyder uh, 214 shirt, obviously inspired by Austin 316, mm-hmm. um, and all the other shirts that I have on there. The you know Menatite's logo, podcast logo, the podcast thumbnail as well. Um, uh, the bloody Man of Steel logo that I you know edited is on there as well. That's I had a lot of fun with that one. Uh, yeah, so. Check out all that stuff. Again, link will be in the description. Um, and one last time, I thank everybody who decided to click on this, and listen and watch it, and for subscribe to the Minnitides podcast. I love and appreciate every single one of you who do. I truly, genuinely do. And again, if you ever feel, want to talk to anybody, just leave a comment below this video or reach me on Twitter. Again, I am Fositude, Twitter, Sorry, Instagram or Vero, both of them at Fositude. Uh and I will have the link to my Facebook, my regular Facebook page, below as well. And I'm only going to put it for this one. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to keep it there forever because I'm trying to be very trying to be very careful with who I allow onto my Facebook page, you know, my personal Facebook page. Um, but yeah, this has been the Minute podcast. I am Julian, and I will see you all next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Bye-bye.